0: Welcome to the Utah Street Banter Podcast.
1: <laughs> Welcome to the Utah Street Banter. Uh, this is episode one, season one. Everything's number one on this one uh, because this is our first time. Um, first time uh, doing this podcast, so pretty excited for it. We've kind of been uh, waiting to, uh, to do this, trying to get all of our equipment in and, and everything to talk about the Orioles And I'm excited to introduce my co-host, Elijah. Yep,
0: here I am. And Elijah,
1: you're in like Pennsylvania or something, right? Yeah, Sealands Grove, Pennsylvania. Sealands Grove, Pennsylvania. in the middle of nowhere. Wow, it's in the middle of nowhere, Ari, And it's always cold, so that's good. It it is very cold. That's good, yeah. Well, hopefully by the time it gets warm, the Orioles will have um, some uh, movement going on on their uh, their roster and uh, their uh, front office will do a little bit of something. Um, the yeah. biggest thing that uh, I've noticed uh, throughout probably since, um, I don't know, the end of the season uh, was that uh, it seems like the front office is just uh, kind of hoping that everybody that they have uh, in return um, keeps doing what they were doing last year. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Um, you know, you talk about, um, you know, um, uh, well, you can, I think the worst thing that's happening right now is everybody is talking about the same thing with the Orioles, and it's pretty much that Um, they're not spending any money. Yeah, and And it's
0: not helping when you have a Michael Elias coming out and saying that we don't have the resources to go out and sign people, and we're more well-suited to trade for people. But if if we're more well-suited to trade for people, why aren't we going and getting these guys? Right,
1: right. The problem I have is... I mean, this is the most talked about thing when you talk about the Orioles, but I'm going to say it anyway, is the Orioles are right now um, 29th in payroll and that's out of 30. And obviously, you know, your, your, your money ball A's are in you know last. And um, I mean, you, you can look at both sides of the spectrum and we're really far from both. So right now the Yankees are first. Uh, for, this is 2024, we got now. So like, you don't, don't judge the Dodgers yet. But uh, the Yankees are 287 million. Okay. All right. well, now let's go to just the O's here. Uh, the O's are uh, actually, it's more fun to talk this way. The A's are 44 million. So you got A's 44, Yankees 287. So you said, God, you know, the Orioles have to be close to one of them. No, I mean, the Orioles are 70, 70 million. I mean, we're put in the same category as the Pirates Mar- and Marlins and Athletics. Yeah. Now, yeah. if you want to argue with me here, the Rays are at 26, you know, and they you know, they were a good team last year, but they, uh, they're also brilliant. But uh, the front office is brilliant, which, I mean, you could say the Orioles office. Uh, uh, I would know, definitely say uh, still,
0: we're definitely we have a great front office, but the thing that it seems to be is the difference between the Rays and the Orioles is you look at guys that have come up in the race system just recently or that they've developed. You have guys like Tyler Glasnow, who they got from the Pirates a while ago. Uh, you have Blake Snell, two-time high Young winner. And you even have young guys right now like Shane Baz. They're just really, really good young pitchers, and we have some of them. But the current front office that the Orioles have haven't, hasn't proven that they can develop pitchers.
1: Yeah, we, yeah, I I agree. I mean, the that's biggest That's
0: a thing, pretty key part of the game.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, you're right. The biggest thing is between when people judge the Orioles and the Rays, um the Rays draft pitching and they, they you know bring up pitching where the Orioles are doing the same thing in my opinion that um Elias did with the Astros, which is brilliant. I mean, I mean they get they they draft hitting, they draft athletes. Um, I guess hitting, I don't like saying hitting because hitting makes me think of big fat guys that can hit home runs. So that's not what we have. We have athletes. You've know, you Prince mid- Fielder over there. Yeah, right. So you got, I mean, the Orioles are just stacked with like middle infield looking people. Um, And it's it's one of those things where, um, you know, it, you got to be one or the other. The difference was that the Astros, they drafted hitting and they bought pitching. Yeah, they, um, or out, they traded they Garrett, Yeah,
0: they got Garrett Cole, got Justin Verlander. They Absolute. had even yep. the one difference between them, and I know it's going to take us a while to get into this game a little bit more, but they also had like international signings with Fran Barvaldez and right. Christian Javier. Right. But I, I, don't think that's that's not Elias's fault. That's more of Dan Duquette's right. fault. Yeah, yeah, that was international. In Kets- fault.
1: Yeah, because I think they're uh, like a year in on the whole uh, Dominican Republic place, and that's yeah, they where they—that's where up, they got uh, Basello. Is that how you say his name? Same yeah, Basayo. Yeah, Basayo. That's where they, you know, they, I think he was one of the. There's a one before yeah. him that they signed, but I mean, that's where he's coming from. And uh, I mean, if you look at the international signing for this year, um, yeah, that we did, I was really impressed, uh, really encouraged because before that we didn't even have a stinking field.
0: I mean, no, I know we had I mean, nothing it, over you there.
1: Can, it's a, you know, everybody has a field, you know? So anyway, the place, that place, if you get a chance, uh, I would definitely look up, uh, the Baltimore Orioles, um, facility in the DR. I mean, it's, it's beautiful. Um, but yeah, I mean, um, I'm just a little nervous because I, I really am trying to stay positive as a non-optimistic Orioles fan. Um, just because I've been an Orioles fan, my, whole life. So I see how this goes, but I will say, I feel, I think, oh, uh, we are, I-, I hate to say this, but I, I feel better about this team than I did about the 2014, 2016. The only reason I say that is uh, we're not a strike them out, home run hitting team. You know, yeah. not, well, we're not a strike out. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you, you don't either hit a home run or strike out. Um, this is more of a, you know, Strikeout doubles, you know. So yeah. I am encouraged by that, and I'm also I really like like this is so cliche, but I really like like the personalities on the team. Like they yeah. just seem so cool. You, I listened to um, Gunnar Henderson's um, rookie
0: of the year speech. Yeah, and, I mean, God, listen to him. Great talk. guy. I mean, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's what the whole clubhouse is. That like, I think that goes into. I don't know if Michael Ice does it on purpose. I'm sure it goes into everything that he does with his draft picks but everyone that he's been getting and everyone that he signs like even like a James McCann they are all great guys in the clubhouse and they like there's this culture that they're starting to build that's definitely crucial
1: yeah that yeah it's like I watched the um that documentary that, I, I mean, a lot of the Orioles are pretty famous in, and And uh, and then I, you were even famous in yeah. that video. I, I was a little I'm a, I'm a great about, Orioles figure. Yeah, I was a little peeved about that. Because, you know, all the other fans that they showed had, like, just a millisecond on the screen. Yeah, no. And they stopped on you. Like, they were like, they, yeah, I just, yeah, that was they, funny. They know who to show. But the, the problem was, is when I was told to watch it, because you were in it, I was told that, you were in it. So I turn, I watch it and it's an hour and a half long. So, no, so and you're at, you're the at like end. the last, <laughs> yeah, you're at the, I'm like, yeah. damn, I had to watch this whole thing. Just,
0: oh, well, it's from Clinch Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Clinch. Yeah, right. Yeah. I, and that's <laughs> the game I had, I was supposed to go <laughs> the to that chance game. chance to go to. Yeah. And I said, you know what, we're, you know, and, I need to work. Uh, and yeah, and then they beat the Rays and clinch the playoffs, right? Red Sox. But, oh, Red Sox. Oh, you're right. You're right. I'm sorry. Yeah. The Red Sox. But anyway, so that, that, was, that was pretty cool. Um, yeah um okay so moving on so we can always talk about how the Orioles aren't doing anything but we could have said that for the past uh 15 years um so um want to talk about really quick we signed a free agent um uh I think maybe a week and a half ago now uh Ronald Guzman um you have a little bit more information on him I think um the biggest thing I know about him is uh I was confused as you were because I thought that he was a third and first baseman uh or really just corner infield um but apparently he was signed last year as a two-way player. Is that right?
0: Yeah, so uh, he obviously, you know a little bit about the late 2010s baseball. He was really good with the Rangers for a few years, the the really bad Rangers teams. But, I mean, he had some pretty good power in 2018 and 2019. Then towards the COVID year, he started not getting as much playing time and eventually went to the Yankees' plate, I think three games or something like that but then last year he signed with the giants as a two-way player and he i don't think he made it up past like low a as this as a two-way player but i guess he's trying to reform himself and get back into the league any way he can and he's doing that by being a pitcher so and you're saying I'm, there's a chance <laughs> yeah I, I guess that's what he's hoping but i i I don't know exactly what the Orioles see. I haven't seen too much about him, but I think he's got about like a 94 to 95 mile an hour fastball, which isn't bad, but you need, I don't know what his stuff's like, and you do need better stuff if you're going to throw meatballs for your yeah. fastball. So we'll mm-hmm. see what we do with him and where he starts. on. I have a feeling he's probably going to start like low Del Marva, maybe. Right. Maybe, I, maybe even not even that much and go to the Pacific League.
1: I mean, this just sounds like a, uh, something that would work in a lot. So like, yeah, I know it's going to work the whole time. Yeah. It's yeah. You we'll know, be our closer this year. <laughs> right. We're, yeah. We're I, mean, I mean, yeah. Yeah. It's just funny because I, I was watching, you know, I, like I was watching that the uh, Orioles documentary um, and I was like, it's crazy to me to think about how many people uh, weren't even thought of at the beginning, like this time last year. Like, 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 because you you think about, and I feel like Cano's been there forever, and you forget that at this time last year he was terrible, and this time last year,
0: yeah, because of course we traded for him. He was in the uh, Jorge Lopez trade. Yeah, he was the player to be named later.
1: (laughs) Oh, really? I didn't know
0: that. Yeah, Yeah, that's crazy. Later, he came over. Did I think he maybe had like two appearances in the big league end of 2022? Had like an 11 ERA, and then they found something with his his mix.
1: Right. And then and I think it was the finish, a the end you know, the Superman pose. You know what I mean? That yeah. was, that was, that's legit. You just got to have the confidence, you know? Yeah. But, I mean, between him and then like we liked Felix, but I mean, I don't know. You couldn't have said that you thought that Felix was going to be, you know, what he is now. Oh no, absolutely uh, not. You know? And, and so that was amazing. And then I, I was one of the ones that made fun of not made fun of, but uh, snarled at the, um, Oh, um, the first baseman. Um, O'Hearn. Yeah, uh, yeah, the Ryan O'Hearn. Uh, yeah. You know, was, and I, I, I was mean, just like, what the crap? And then, it, do you, like, do you realize, I know you do, but what's crazy is
0: he was our cleanup hitter. Like, some guy, that,
1: some guy that uh, the Royals did we paid, not want. They, we paid he, was cash for he was on the Royals.
0: He was on the Royals, and we bought him away from them. And, <laughs> and he he he's our cleanup hitter
1: on a playoff roster. He,
0: I mean, he did great. I mean, he yeah. wasn't so great against lefties, but that's why him and Malcastle worked really well as a pair yeah. together. But I, I, like, I agree. Not, when Mountie was out, he was crucial. I mean, he really did help us make it yeah. to the playoffs.
1: Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, what a cool story. I mean, um, you got you got that, and then there's just a lot of good things. But yeah. I um, so I mean, obviously, I I that's an, another part of my issue here when we're talking about this this Orioles news uh section is I want to be so negative about us not doing anything, but we didn't do like, anything last like year either. Yeah, yeah, and and I like I trust um. I trust our front office m- more than I ever have. Oh yeah. And then I I just keep telling myself that like um that they're smarter than our owner is. because every time I get nervous, I think our owner's the worst ever. And uh, which obviously is not the worst ever, but he's not the near the greatest ever either. But I uh, but you know what I will say this uh, one thing I will always say is it is his money at the end of the day that he's spending. So, I can talk all I want to talk, but uh, he could also go, hey, well, you could come do this. You know what I mean? No. But uh, that's... that's MLB The Show, I will. MLB The Show, I'm dirty. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'll make a heck of a roster. Yeah. No. But, uh, but, yeah. So what were you going to say?
0: It's just the one guy that no one really talks about in our front office is obviously Mike Elias is a genius, but he also brought it over with him from the Astros, Sig Dell Yeah. Now, I don't know how familiar you are with him, but he, I think he's much more crucial to this team than people let on. And he, like, and even we just promoted Eve Rosenbaum to, I think it was assistant to the vice president or something yeah, like that. And yeah, I think gym. she's got to serve pretty good in that role this year now. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think the dude's a genius. I uh, I mean, look what he's done already. Um, you know, and there's talks that um, Estello could be the next number one prospect in baseball. And can you imagine exactly. that would make it four, it four years in a row? And yeah. I mean, and and all those, you know, Adley was. I mean, easy. I mean, that was a you know easy oh, yeah. pick there. And but then I mean, Gunner was second round. Like Gunner like, was in that was, same draft
0: as Adley from high I school. I know.
1: Like like so, you like, think like, oh, he's just been, you know, he's just had the number one pick. Not true. I mean, every team had a chance to get Gunner before uh, we did. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Samuel, he, um, you know, he was just signed. So and you know yeah. if it's signed. You know every other team had a chance before us. Oh, yeah. It, you know, when you're talking about we dollars. We don't give the most money. <laughs> you, you know, when you're talking dollars, we're definitely, Um. I mean, so it's just like who his scouting department must just be, you know, just stacked with Greek gods
0: or something. I mean, <laughs> I think it's the scouting department that's definitely big, but I think it's just also our development's that much better than uh, true. almost true. everywhere else around because yet again, obviously, like specifically like Adley and Jackson Holiday, everyone knew they were really good adley was the clear number one overall pick when he was drafted and it wasn't a question whether he was going to be good like but someone like gunner and basayo who Mm -hmm. we signed when he was like 16 that just shows that our development could take someone and really find what they're good at and help them build that up
1: yeah uh, i know i agree i yeah absolutely um Um, moving on real quick. So let's go, uh, this is the fun part. This is where we pretend that we're uh, the general managers. Uh, what, let's say we are, we're trying to trade for somebody. So I got, I got, you know, I put, I have like three options here. You know, you got Dylan Cease. That's the most obvious option, which I'm going to be honest. Okay. Dylan Cease on the Orioles is really good. But Dylan Cease, number one, um, like, not, not number one in baseball, but number one on your rotation in baseball. Yeah. I If I say, I, you, you might argue me here, I think if we sign Dylan Cease, he's not our number one starter by the All-Star break. I think he's number two and a half. And, and, I, I, yeah. and I think that's because,
0: um, you know, some. I, I think we have some starters that can overtake him. That's why. That's, I genuinely don't think if we signed him right now, he'd be – the number one right now. Really? And that's not to say he's a, not a good pitcher. He is a he's a great pitcher. He had a bad year. And I mean, I'm sure I mean we've taken guys I mean, that's even with our development, even though we don't draft guys, we've taken guys like Kyle Braddish, who wasn't really even a top one hundred prospect or anything, turned him into what he got, fourth or fifth Cy Young in votes. Yeah. yeah. And I think we could I think we could get him back to his regular self, but I don't know if he I think G is gonna take over as yeah, the number I, one pitcher I, I, I agree still. I, I love I, Bradish a lot, but yeah. I don't think I think Bradish. I don't see him getting better from last year. No, he could I think probably see the same. Yeah, but I, 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 like I, he might be able to plateau for a few more years. But I think Grayson Rodriguez, what we saw in the second half last year after he came back, I think that's just the beginning.
1: Right. Right. Uh, no, I agree. I agree. I mean, I just I look at you know, um, uh, you you did a really good job. You kind of have an outline of your predicted rotation. I'm looking at right now. I mean. You know, you got Kyle as first, Grayson second, Means third, Kramer fourth, and, and I. St- you know, Kyle in my mind can go from one to three, like in the real yeah. in, in the season, not opening yeah. day, but in the season. Grayson, I think, can only go up. I think he's a one. Oh, yeah, uh, I, and yeah. I think John Means on a well, you, it, that's a toggle. So John Means is scary because he can go to rotation number
0: seven, or it, yeah, which isn't a my, rotation number,
1: and he could go all the way to two. You know, so yeah, you, you I know, really
0: think though with John Means. You're going to get, I think if he gets himself completely healthy, he's going to be pretty good, but I don't, I think he's going to give you about five to six innings every start and he's going to give up about three or four runs every start. Yeah. And yeah. he's going to, sh- he's got to strike out about five or six guys. He's going to keep probably the walks down, but he's, he's not going to, he's not going to go out there and throw eight innings, no hit. Like, right, that's, right. That's not going to happen. He He's there just to eat at innings and right. he's no, going to do a quality job at it.
1: I agree. Um, the other guy I, I do like, I actually like him more than Cease, only because I think we give up less for him, and it's equal to uh, equal, or if not a .01% less of war uh, is Jesus Lozardo. Um, I do like Jesus Lazardo. I think we give up less. I think, I think we would give up one prospect, uh, and I don't think it would be like your your big guys, I I think it would be in my mind like a Kobe Mayo, Dylan Beavers type of player. I don't think he's worth a you know a, a Colton Kalsor or um you know Joe even Joey Cheese. And I I just look at some of these teams and I you know anyway we'll get to that in a minute. But yeah, uh, and then my other guy uh, is um anybody on the Mariners rotation. The I prob- really oh, sorry gonna- you got. I was just okay. going to say I, before uh, really today before today um you haven't really seen uh, any talks about cease and now you got the Mariners talking about cease. And yeah. and what what kind of, that kind of made me mad cuz I was like that on well, that means we're not going to get but then it, if the Mariners gave up a bat for cease right then that would mean the Mariners would be able to give up a pitcher for cease, yeah. for, for for any other team. So give the Mariners cease Right. And I'm good with that. And then let's take one of their young guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah one of their young studs. And maybe um, maybe we can go like that. And maybe that would make it so it'd be easier for them to part. And this is all hearsay. But yeah. that would definitely be I mean, I look at that. And but if I'm a Mariners fan, I'm probably like an Oilers fan. Mariners fans have to be like, no, no, we're not giving them nobody. Because yeah. we were like what a game away from the playoffs
0: last year. Why are we even yeah. trying to think about that? I mean, and that's like you have the Mariners, just like the Marler, Marlins with Jesus Lizardo. They are the complete opposite from us right now. We have an insane amount of position player prospects, and they both have an insane amount of young pitching. Right. And the one problem I don't, I don't see the Mariners parting ways with any other pitchers. Yeah. I really don't. Really. And that's just from what they've shown, and I, I think it's kind of like if Michael Ivey is running it like in a similar way, where he like. I think their GM and owner values their prospects and their young pitching so much. Even if they would say to try to part ways, you would never be able to bridge a deal. Right, right.
1: Yeah, I mean, the, the other thing that, like, I, you know, I, here's what I think actually happens. In a perfect world, I'd love to get a number one starter. Um, I don't think that happens. Oh, um, no. uh, I I think here's what happens. I think we get a number five starter. Um, yeah, I, I, I think you, I think you're gonna see us get somebody like that, and kind of go that route. Um, yeah. and it's one of those things where I'm not thrilled with that, but I get it because if I am an Orioles fan, I want to see big splashes. But if you're yeah. Elias and you're like, okay, well, I I'm bringing back my hundred and uh, what one win, oh uh, I don't need a hundred and. Six wins. You know, I need ninety four wins. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like you look and like he's like, We could actually lose a couple more games and be okay. Um, yeah. but here's what I see. I see us getting uh this kind of came out um uh a few days ago, which made me look like a genius if we would have done this podcast a few <laughs> days earlier. But like Domingo Herman, I think uh he would be a guy that would start in triple A, show us what he can do, and yeah. uh we would sign in for, you know, pennies on the dollar. Let's uh, say- it, I, so, it, we just got to keep him off the bottle. You know what I mean? Keep I him...
0: I don't even think that's issue. I would I would ride if we signed to make him on. <laughs> I I do not want him. He has he has more issues than just his <laughs> alcohol problems. Back in back in I think it was twenty twenty one or 2019, one of the two years he had an eighty one game suspension for domestic abuse. Right. He I, I get you on, on multiple counts. Beat his girlfriend and
1: right. like, uh, I, I, no, I I get it. He's, I get
0: it. And you saw what he did in the Yankees clubhouse at the end of last year, almost fought Aaron Boone and was completely out of it because he had drank too much. Yeah. I think that is someone that you were just talking about what our clubhouse is like and how all of our guys are really like seem like great people. If you throw him in there, that's going to mess a lot up, I think.
1: Another guy that I like uh, that you'll probably hate also. Um, But I like a Ryu. Um, but I actually do like that. Um, I like that. Um, I think that, or like a Michael Rensin, um, both guys who, uh, but the reason I'm saying these guys is you want it. So there's low risk. Like, I don't yeah. want any of these guys that I'm like, Oh dude, man, we don't, you know, we shouldn't have spent that much money. Yeah. Like
0: that's, a, um, um, go ahead. I'd rather have like a Ryu over a Lorenzo. Me too. Mm-hmm. I think yep. Ryu's a more proven starter. <laughs> Yeah. And yeah, he he's not he is going to be slide into a five, but he gives us that he gives us the stability in the five spot because we don't have a stable five starter right now. Right, right. obviously we want a one or a two, but if all we get's a five, that's better than sitting still and doing nothing. Right. And I would not like Lorenzen at all unless it's very clear that he's not coming in to be a starter. Right. Yeah, because, I, I
1: just like his shoes. It's cool, cool. Yeah, group. his shoes are nice. Yeah,
0: but I mean, he just <laughs> l- last season. Between uh, the, it went pretty well it? last year when we took a Phillies. Yeah, well, <laughs> you you say that until you look, at, you just at looking at just face value, you think he did, but last year with the Tigers and the Phillies, he pitched the most innings in his career. That's one hundred fifty one point wow. two, and right now, if you look at what we need, we're going off of we just lost Kyle Gibson almost two hundred innings. Wow. So and he gave like he kind of fell off like Tyler Wells did. After he came to the Philly, Spoon had no hitter. He went, they stuck him in the bullpen. Right. I mean, he did well, not a terrible ERA, but he had a 5-5 five, five Also, taking into consideration, you did throw a 9-inning no hitter. Yeah, and, yeah, but, yeah. yeah. But I mean, for the playoffs, he was in the bullpen. And I just, I don't see why we need someone else who can't finish the season on the mound starting. Yeah, like so Tyler basically,
1: Wells. you don't like anybody that still a no hitter last year. You I don't guess. want Domingo Herman, <laughs> you don't want Michael Lorenzen. They might. Yeah. Who else know better? I'm sure there's other people. I don't, I don't know. Um, think you know? I I don't know if Garrett Cole did, but apparently Elijah doesn't want him. You know? Uh, no, I'm kidding. Um, uh, now, um, I also really would like to see. I don't have a ton of names here because uh, I'm not uh, a front office guy that can pull relief pitchers out of the hat like Elias <laughs> can. But I like Jacob Junis. I think he would be your highest. Relief pitcher taken. uh, I think
0: Jacob Junis could also. I know he was with the um he was with the Giants for a while in his career. Right, and I really think the Giants are the perfect place to go if you're that like like a long reliever, borderline starter. Right, and I I really think um he could fit in well to fill in. With how like with how our roster is constructed right now, he'd do pretty good at sliding in to fill in a spot maybe every three starts in the five hole to try to take some pressure off of say it's a Tyler Wells. Yeah. And yeah. the rest of the time slide in as a nice long reliever. I, I would like that signing.
1: Yeah, I would too. The only problem I have with it is I uh, I don't see our front office spending much money on relief pitching. Um not after I, Craig Kimbrell. Yeah, not after Craig Kimball, <laughs> which uh, I'm just not the biggest fan of the Craig Kimball trade. I would have loved no. to have Craig Kimball about eight years ago. That oh, would have yeah, no. dirty. That would have been amazing. But, but, I mean, but, we, you know, we probably wouldn't have I used him very much because, yeah. you know, there there wasn't, you know. Yeah. Um, or, or
0: we had Zach Britton.
1: Yeah, or Zach, yeah. And, yeah, dude, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, one guy we didn't talk about was because I think he is totally not even close to in our ballpark, he's Blake Snell. Uh, I, I read here that um, the Yankees offered him six years for $150 million. And he turned um, it down. And he turned it down. And then yeah. the Yankees went out and uh signed another pitcher. Um uh it you know, and then the I I um I also saw that the, the Giants did the same thing um right before yeah. they, they signed. But um it's just funny how like that's two huge markets. And yeah. I'm like, boy, if you turn their heads away from you. But he's asking just, yeah. apparently he's asking this is just reported, uh he's asking nine years to 70. Um, mm-hmm. so I know that's not even close to what the, the 270 is not the part that I think takes the Orioles out of it. It's I think the nine, the nine years, I uh, because I don't see the Orioles like, uh, they don't really Sorry. sign that kind of crazy stuff except for the Chris Davis.
0: No, the, the you know longest I mean? one I would see at getting signed would be like a two year, yeah. three year maybe deal. Yeah. Like, yeah.
1: I wish somebody would call him and be like, hey, if you want to come to the American League East and get paid next year, not by us, but by somebody else, or do, do the Nelson Cruz thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the problem is Nelson Cruz is coming off steroid suspension and he actually had something to prove, which yeah. I don't know if Snell, if you're Snell, you're not, gonna, you're not getting better from last year.
0: No, Snell knows. That's why he's asking for so much. He knows... This is his last chance to make big money. Yeah, which I mean, I, yeah, I'll which I, it, look, if I'm Snell, I'm going to be asking for that much money too. I mean, Absolutely, you're coming off your second Cy Young award in both the American League and National League, had an am- amazing year. Right. I mean, you're just you're not you're not a pitcher who throws a lot of innings. You walk right. a lot of guys, and yeah. I don't know. I I don't know if I'd want him even if we could have. Or like, he, obviously, he's a great pitcher, but he's just. If we were going to spend our money that much I'd rather get someone like a Jordan Montgomery.
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um yeah, I like Jordan Montgomery. You know, obviously that would be um, another one that an- would another be another one price to, range. to get. Yeah, Jordan Montgomery um and Brandon Woodruff. He Brandon Brandon yeah. Woodruff that would be that wouldn't be bad. I mean, I I I like him. I mean, um Yeah. We'll see. Um anyway, so that was kind of where I'm I'm sitting there. I Blake Snell to me is off the table. Jordan Montgomery it's a little closer to the table. But yeah, um, you know it, you don't know what he's chasing. Um, if I yeah. was Brandon Woodruff, as much as I want him, I'd be calling my Rangers and be like, "Hey, you know you you know it worked. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you know I, I just I don't know." Um, and then uh, here's a guy that uh, you're probably gonna just hate the whole time, but a guy that I love as a person. And he was he'd fit our locker room great. He's a veteran leader, and we don't need even a ninth, and that's Liam Hendricks. Um, so. What do you got there? So, I mean, go ahead and bring him down. Go ahead, no, won, I would love to come of the year. I would
0: love Liam Hendricks. I mean, I, I know you know this, but he's he, he's a normal resident on my fantasy baseball team. Yes. I love the so guy. I mean, yeah, he, I, I think it's going to take him a little bit to come back from obviously having cancer, but I think he's still going to be good. I don't see him being a closer anymore. No. that's no. And obviously, we don't really need a closer, but I. I just feel like yet again after the Kimbrel move, I don't see us getting any more relievers.
1: Yeah, I know. I would just love to have a closure by committee. I mean, I, I, if, I would if He love did it, that.
0: I would love it. Yeah,
1: yeah, because I, I don't trust Kimbrel as our ninth inning guy. I um, no. it, it was one of those things where I would love to have in the back end. I would love to have Wells. I would love to have uh, Kimbrel. To now and one other guy and you kind of yeah. figure out what I Just will say. Day day. Hyde, Hyde does good. Hyde does good moving pitches yeah. around. So um as much as it annoys me when I'm at the game and I'm like another guy. No. Um but yeah, so um that's kind of where I'm at there. Um one guy that I feel like is a free agent pickup that we um yeah. is Dylan Tate. I, I feel like we didn't use him at all, we didn't have him at all last year, um, because obviously he got hurt. Yeah. Um and I'm really excited about having him. Um and it's it's just one it's funny when um you look up on FanGraphs on his um every projection he has. Um well let, let me tell you this. His ERA in 2022 was 3.05. That's clearly the lowest. Okay, so that's they're, they're saying that's going to be a career year. But his highest ERA as a major leaguer is 2021 and it was a 4.39 right yeah. they're they're saying it's going to be a 4.71 right now so they're saying that it's <laughs> going to be the worst year of his career and i i don't i just don't believe that and the reason i don't believe that is i don't think he gets as many innings as he used to oh, no. because the bullpen's way deeper i think he gets more of those um those uh seventh innings yeah. you know
0: seventh I, in, I also yeah. don't see him starting in the major leagues this year
1: no i agree because i agree he's Triple not a. i mean
0: he hasn't pitched, I don't think, in professional baseball and he didn't end the end the season on the injury list. So I don't know. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see where but, the, he comes out of spring training at. But. but that that's definitely a guy that
1: um when you look at all of our pickups other than Kimbrell, I mean yeah. you look at Ronald Guzman, I think Dylan Tate goes to the to the second most intriguing yeah. uh, name of what we can see. That would yeah. be one that to me would be, you know, when I watch the 2024 Orioles documentary and they're like, you know, and Dylan Tate really just, you know what I mean? It's just, I yeah. can see that happening. Uh, I can also see us forgetting about him, which kind of sucks because yeah. he was a good relief pitcher for the Orioles. Yeah. Um, um, but um so we've been talking about trades. So let's look at a few guys on if we think we should trade them or not. All right. So all I want you to say is yes or no. All right. N- nothing all right. else. Uh, I, I mean, just, you know, a tidbit. All okay. Right. We got Samuel Basello. What you got?
0: I think it's a no unless it's like an insane, like not even for a Dylan like It'd have to be someone who's not on the market right now.
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think the only thing that makes me wonder about him is... Um, if he's if is this the highest he's going to be? You know what I mean. So like, uh,
0: I I hope not. I hope not for him.
1: I hope he's a stud. But like you you I think hope it's to- just the way
0: you cl- when you climb through the minors, uh, when you go from not even being in the minor leagues to double A in a year, that's pretty impressive. Which is why yeah. he was ranked so high in right. all the prospect rankings. Right. I really think he has potential, and I don't think he has potential as a catcher. Oh yeah, I no. think I think he's going to serve one. I don't see him playing at all in the majors this year, but I think he could get up in 2025 and serve as the backup catcher, DH first baseman. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, have, uh, yeah. Give Adley a, a break. Uh, yeah. Joe, Joey Ortiz. Yes.
0: 100%. Yeah. I, agree. I I don't think he should still be in the ori- uh, organization after this <laughs> year. <Michael laughs> I thought you mean, like right normal... now. Like, I, oh, I don't no. think he should be. Yeah. I, so you I, say all star break. He's gone. I, I don't, I mean, if it was my choice, I'd have him gone before the start of the year. And it's nothing against Joey Ortiz. I love his game. It's just, it's pretty much been shown that out of all the prospects we have for the infield, Michael Eyes must value him the least because he's been given the least amount of opportunities. He came up and didn't do great in the majors, but was given less playing time than all the other prospects. I just, I really don't see a future with him in the Orioles, which is why I think he should be traded. I agree. I agree. And
1: I, I, he's class act though. If you were, well, if you listen yeah, to any of yeah. his um, the videos from uh,
0: the videos from the caravan stuff was pretty yeah, cool. With him. Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't eat Good. He good. Hessen Kershed. What do you think about him? I think we should keep him. But if I don't see like a sea steel being made without either him or Kowser. So it's just, I it's, that's, a, if it, the deal's right, you have yeah. to say, you, you can't just make it a hard block. No. Right.
1: I think uh, here's my thing. I love Hessen Kershed. Yeah. I think he's the one I'm wrong about. Like, so I, I love him and he hits the ball hard as crap. Yeah. And I'm like, don't train, don't train. I think in 2030, I'll look back and go, boy, I was wrong about him. You know, <laughs> like there's certain people that I yeah. fall in love with. Um, you know, like, I mean, my favorite Oreo of all time, except for Cal Ripken, is BJ Serhoff. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's, it's one yeah. of those things where it's just, I, I mean, I, I don't know why. I just, I love the way he hits. Yeah. He crushes the ball. All right. Uh, Kobe Mayo,
0: it's kind of the same as Kurstat. I think if you want someone like a Lizardo or a Cease, you're gonna have to work Mayo into a deal just because of how I think he's valued higher that by GMs than he is by like even the rankings and stuff right. because he has such raw power and potential. But I'd love to keep on the team, but at the same time, there is just such a roadblock with infielders.
1: All right, so the, I got three guys here. I want you to tell me who you, who you would trade in, like who you would trade first. All right. And who you wouldn't trade out of these yep. three? Uh, you got DL Hall, Colton Cowser,
0: Dylan Beavers. Colton Cowser would be my first trade. I don't know. I, I know everyone thinks he's going to bounce back, but I just, what I saw when he was up in the majors last year, he just did not impress me at all. And he's kind of in the same boat as a at, where I think one of the outfielders are going to have to be traded. Yeah. And t- to get someone like a And I know DL Hall has been in a lot of trade talks, but we can't be trading away pitchers.
1: I agree. I agree. I don't know why he's even in trade talks. Like I, well, don't I, try to and I love for a pitcher so much. Yeah, I did too.
0: He, the, as long as we don't try to do what we've been doing for the past like three years with him, is we, we either have to keep him or leave or, or fully commit to making him starter.
1: Right. He, yeah.
0: he was an amazing reliever down the stretch last year. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. I don't. I don't think he should be a starter. I think. Yeah. I, I love his attitude when he's a relief pitcher. He's kind of that hard nosed kind of guy. Yeah. Um. And, uh, and one guy I think we keep forgetting about, I know I just said his name, but uh, Dylan Beavers, I think if he has a good uh, beginning of the year, he yeah. would be the guy at the all-star break that people would want because he just had a rough last year. He was yeah. one of our top prospects. So they, he just needs to show that he just had a rough uh, 2023 yeah. and then he'll, everybody will jump right on the bandwagon. Now, real quick. I, I, go, ahead, go Go ahead. I, I was going to say, real quick, um, are you good? So how do you feel if we don't get anybody... OK, until the All-Star break. Yeah. Do you think we're OK or do you what, what,
0: what's your feeling there? So my feeling is I think we're OK if we don't get anything to the All-Star break, maybe. Because the, with who we have right now for pitching, like you look at Tyler Wells, I, I believe in him as a starter for the first half. And I, I believe that our rotation can get us through one half of the season. But it's it's after the All Star break that if we don't have any pitchers, we will fall apart. Like we yeah. did for about a month there this year. Right. And we were yeah. just kinda of pieced it together. I, like, I, I agree. don't wanna I, agree. I don't want it to have to be I don't want Bruce Zimmerman to start any games for the <laughs> Orioles this year. But uh, it's looking like it's gonna have to happen.
1: Yeah, but i I mean Rock keeps fun. He feels great. You know what I mean? Uh, Bruce Zimmerman. Uh, I don't feels care good. how he feels. It's... <laughs> Uh,
0: I, yeah, I I feel you, man. I I mean, like I don't want I don't need like. Uh, no, I'm sure they're great people, but I don't want Bruce Zimmerman or Keegan Aiken to touch Camden Yards. Yeah, I mean,
1: unless it's uh, unless one of our pitchers can't get out of the third inning, and you need a three inning really. Pitcher. Yeah, yeah,
0: you know yeah, what I mean. Well, if, and that's one that's of why the, I feel like we have Cole Irvin for it. I, I know, but we got. I mean, it. Gosh. I like Cole Irvin a lot. Yeah. I like the. I one know he's on, he I mean, he on the A's. I do.
1: I mean, he's on the A's. I think
0: good. he has really big potential.
1: I hope you're right. I hope you're right. I mean, uh, you know, I, I did I'd mark this down because I, I I I'm intrigued by it. But before we move on, uh I I one guy I want you to think about is Shane Bieber. And if we could give up Dylan Beavers and a piece of
0: something like you for Shane Bieber, would you do that? So I I think the problem is I feel like what you've been doing is I feel like you undervalue anybody we're gonna trade for, or you overvalue the prospects because I feel like for Shane Bieber it's dude you think how it many takes years of does he have? Do you know mm, how many? I'm not sure. I'm not sure.
1: I think one. I think one. But don't hold me to that.
0: Yeah. I, um, I, yeah. I I, uh, I don't know, man. I, I to, just I tried to Google it and Justin Bieber came up.
1: Justin Bieber. How many years does Justin Bieber have? Because I tell you what, we could we could make money off that jersey. Yeah. Right? Sure. And then.
0: You know, so... Uh, I, I, I just think... Um, yeah, um I think... I, I feel like I can't speak because I, I am very biased. I love Shane Bieber so much. Yeah, I, I just... I, I really... Like, I would love that I'm on the team. I, I think he would be a perfect three guy. Three or yeah. four. I know. He, he's going to get you a lot of innings. I mean, that's what he's showing. He's going to get you innings. Just like a Dylan Cease. He's not going to have... He doesn't have the upside as Dylan Cease. But I think you kind of, at this point in his career, you know what you're going to get with him. Yeah. And I yeah. feel like... I feel like if you're going to go make a trade for a pitcher, throw in the extra two prospects to go get seats for an extra year. Okay.
1: So so you're saying that if we're going after somebody like that, might as
0: well go big. Oh, minus I, I saw that there was stuff about it that the Guardians were open to trading Class A too. If you could package Class A oh and my together, God. I'd yeah. give up to Single A Del Mara. To take the yeah, shortbreast. Take birds. the whole team. Like, right. Yeah. I mean, that would be amazing.
1: Yeah. So so he only does have one year left, um, okay. Beaver. Yeah, so I, it would I be think, one year going. Okay
0: then it, I think they would probably want, like, a Joey Ortiz and probably, like, a Dylan Beavers, which feels like a lot <sighs> so to give up. It does. Yeah. For,
1: yeah. But. Yeah. I, I you know, we'll see. I mean, the one thing I will say, and I, I keep telling myself this, is um, our picture, like, I keep s- feeling like saying, like, hey, we got to see it to believe it. And our pitching stuff's like, hey, we showed you, dude. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? And so I'm. I think I'm okay if we... I'm not okay. I'm not okay. I'm going to talk myself into saying, okay. But say we get to um, the all-star break or near the all-star break. And that's when Elias sees the holes. And that's when he pulls the trigger. Um, The one thing I want to say before we move on that I get so annoyed when I hear it. Okay. This is the most annoying thing. All right. I, I, I hear other podcasters say this and I mean, I get everybody can say whatever they want, but the whole saving money right now to sign your young guys is a load of crap. Okay. Not sign them. It, it, they're, I, it's like, they have you been, been an signed. Orioles fan? Like, I this, it's not how it
0: works here. Well, like, you know, the two, there's two problems with that. <laughs> One problem is well, we're not going to spend enough money. Uh, we, if we were going to do that, we had to do what happened with Corbin Carroll last year, or you have to sign them before they get into Like, yeah, Adley needed to already be signed now. I, I don't see us signing anybody this offseason. Hopefully, next season we do. Right, but, but the other problem is Scott Boris is the agent for I think Gunner and Jackson Holiday, and he doesn't like extensions. Right, I,
1: I also think I if I look at anybody that's on our team, any any of our our big our big guys, um, yeah. uh, I or, or we'll just say our top three, you know, the, the, our top three number one prospects. Yeah. uh, I think Adley's the one you, that gets resigned. signed I I just think that's if yeah. I had to pick one, I could be totally wrong. Um, but that just seems to be, it's harder to get catchers than it is shortstops. Yeah.
0: I think also at this point, and it's, it's crazy to think that, but I also think if they were to get signed right now, I think Adley would be cheaper than Gunner. Uh, yeah, I agree. I think, I I think Adley, obviously I would say has MVP potential, but I, if you had to tell me if I thought Gunner or Adley would win the MVP next year, I would say Gunner over Adley. Uh,
1: Yeah. I a hundred percent, hundred percent agree. But yeah, so um real quick, what what's your current like let's say let's say Elijah's current outlook on the Baltimore
0: Orioles. So for the twenty twenty four outlook, I got I'm just going off of this is no trades. And this is assuming that the three people we have up for arbitration, everything goes well with them with Webb, O'Hearn and Hayes. Right. But I have our our rotation's gonna look like uh at front you got Kyle Radish, Grayson Rodriguez, then job means uh Dean Kramer, I don't know. Well. Right. And yeah. I don't I don't love that back. Half. I think I already said what I think about John Meads and I think he's gonna be fine. And that you got Dean Kramer who I think this is a make or break year for him. I thought that last year, but obviously I think this is this year. I think he has to really show it. And I think when he's at his best, seven innings, two runs, multiple, yeah. a lot of strikeouts. But right. he just I mean, you saw what happened against the Rangers in the playoffs. That was hard to watch.
1: Yeah. My thing is, is every time I see Dean Kramer, I think like, I wish the Orioles could pull off a trade like that. Like, yeah. we gave up Manny Machado <laughs> and, and we got... Um, oh, Dean man, Kramer, it, and he's the
0: old Diaz. He, yeah,
1: Diaz. And, uh, and I'm just like, can we please do that? Like, like what wow. two prospects, one's going to be okay, and the other one's a top one, that's going to be nothing. Like... That's yeah. I think that's the problem Elias is having is he's like, which one is it? Which one do I yeah. give up that you know what I mean? Because the
0: Dodgers he did a heck of
1: a great job.
0: <laughs> he doesn't want it to be the trade where we trade Dylan Bundy to the Angels and get Kyle Bradish. Right. He doesn't want to be on the other end. He doesn't want to be the Angels in that situation. No, because my biggest problem with where our rotation sits right now is Tyler Wells. And I don't want Tyler Wells to be that fifth starter because of what happened to him last year. But it basically, it comes down to either him or Cole Irvin. And I'd much rather have Irvin in the bullpen at this point than Wells. Because, um, so Wells last year and the year before combined for 32 and a third innings. It's not great. No. But... In the first half, before the All-Star break in both of those seasons, he had a sub-3.5 ERA. And like, especially last year, I fully believe he should have been in the All-Star deal last year. And he did amazing and just fell off immediately afterwards. Right. Right. Got tired. He, like, his body is not able to keep up with a full season of play and he's falling apart during that second half. And so I think if you get a Jacob Junis, that would really help with this problem. But at this point, the only way I see it not happening is maybe you do every third start Irvin starts and you just let well rest i don't know i that that number five spots what's gonna haunt my dreams for a while yeah right, right. but um and then i have for our bullpen i feel like our bullpens the the hat like five of them is i can tell you they're gonna be on the team you're gonna have craig kim roger starter you're gonna have the cano as your other like crucial inning setup guy CNL Perez did amazing at the end of last year. Danny Coulomb was probably the most underrated player on the Orioles last year. I love him so much. He did amazing. Yeah, I, I think, feel like he can run to a brick wall. Like, uh, like, yeah. I mean, could you guess his ERA last year? Uh, he had a two eight one ERA yeah. in, in fifty one in the third innings.
1: Really? A, I I, a, a no, I, 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 yeah. I would have said high threes.
0: Exactly. It's, right. He did he was a shutdown guy and he was crucial when CNL Perez wasn't doing great. He had that left arm, left handed arm a little bit. Right. Then we also have uh, D.L. Hall is going to be back there. I, Like I said earlier, I don't know what the Orioles' plan with him is. If they're going to try to make him a starter, I don't see why. You he did so good in the bullpen last year. I think you got to keep him there. Right. Like, he's going to be on the roster no matter what. And then I think the other three spots fill out with Cole and Mike Bauman and Jacob Webb. And I only say Jacob Webb and Mike Bauman because I, they're out of options. And if we were to DFA them, I, they're definitely going to get picked up. Right. And just like um, Danny Colomb and Canelo Perez are also out of options, so that's why I. It's going to be a thing that if not Mike Donald struggles, he's going to be gone. Yeah, he's going to pick a ton waivers, and then so I just think though that spring training really is going to help decide those last spots because we like you said earlier you have Dylan Tate, and um, he was a crucial part in the twenty twenty two bullpen, but missed all of last year with form, forearm and elbow injuries. But um, he's hitting nearly 100 miles an hour this off season. It seems like he's healthy, but well, we also had that at points last year where we thought he was healthy and went right back on the 60-day IL. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I I don't think just because he's healthy you can lock him into a bullpen spot. I really think he's going to start in AAA, but we'll see if he has a really really good um, if he has a really really good spring training and one of the other guys like a Bauman or Webb struggle or even if someone gets hurt, I definitely see him as the first guy out. But then we also have a couple other options for the bullpen that could fit in. You got Nick Vespey, Keegan Aiken, Zimmerman, Brian Baker, Tucker Davidson, and Ryan Heasley. But um just uh Zimmerman, Aiken, and Vespey all only have and Baker have one option. And out of these guys, I I see Zimmerman probably being up at some point. Um, right. and same with Vespey. Vespey always seems like he comes up, he throws like 15 innings, and he's just up and down constantly. So this will be an interesting year to see what the Orioles do with him. Baker, I. how do you feel about Bri Baker? I I think
1: he's the best guy I've ever seen on the Orioles get mic'd up. I thought he was hilarious. He was playing <laughs> uh he's playing rock, paper, scissors and teaching English to Fugi Fuji. Uh that was hilarious. I I okay, but my for real um <laughs> my my for real uh feeling on him is I think he's the same as Mike Bauman and
0: yeah. Jacob Webb and Cole Irvin. He he has the edge a little bit because of left hand, and also the fact that he can be a starter if needed. Right, right, yeah. Just like I think he'd be more on the same level as a Bruce Zimmerman if he was right hand. if he will.
1: But Breaker's one of those people I, I don't feel amazing when he comes in. Yeah. But most of the time, he's not coming in. Well, last year he did. I mean, last year he came in on a couple games where – more than a couple, where you know, I feel like every he Orioles was- game I've ever watched last year was by one run. Like, I mean, there was none, yeah.
0: Okay, I mean, that was pretty much 90% of all. Yeah. I think my biggest thing with Baker though is I know you said you like him, it's just he really needs to get it. his changeup was his best pitch, and he's just really lost the control for it. So he has to throw his four seam more, and he really struggles with that. So I just see, I just think if he gets that pitch down, he is crucial. Like in 2022, he was really good. Yeah, I mean, I'm but not I huge just, on
1: him. I, I, I would. I, I, see what you're saying about your, you know, what you're thinking. The bullpen's gonna look yeah. like. and it is hard to to. It it is a tough conversation. It's
0: hard to it's hard to think about it when you take into account what a jam has to do with options and yep. all yeah. of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's why, like, that's why I think um really Tater Zimmerman's probably the next guy up. If I had to guess, obviously, I'm not. I'm not going to be hundred percent saying that I know that for a fact but I think Tate would be the next guy up for a bullpen spot and Zimmerman would go up if like a starter got hurt because um he that's what he has experience with in the majors too so I don't know it's just we really need to sign some pitchers (laughs) that's what it comes down to right
1: absolutely it's
0: depressing to look at our like yeah our major league bullpen and rotation it's serviceable but when you look at our depth, it is depressing.
1: Well, let's get undepressed real quick. OK, let's let's look, look at the, at the lineup. <laughs> let's look at let's look at the I people like, we, we know. When you, the only reason yeah, we got tickets right. our, our tickets yeah. weren't to see. Um, well, unless, you know, I will say, <laughs> I, well, unless, you know, will say, I, unless Brad Grayson, or Kyle. right. Pitching. But
0: yeah. all right. So I want to see what you think, though, I, would there, any names on my list surprise you? I feel like there's one that probably did surprise you here. Um, and he's in the outfield. Uh, Sam Hilliard, yeah, Hilliard. Yeah, sorry. So, so I'll I'll explain. I'll go through all. Them and I'll start start the infield stuff and explain my reasoning. But I see there's there's obvious ones. James McCann, Adley Rushman are going to be our two catchers. I, Mal and O'Hearn, they're going to be in the infield. I see uh, Henderson as another lock, obviously. And I don't. The one thing I don't think that I think a lot of people do believe is I don't see Holiday making the roster. No out of a sprint training, I think they're going to give him a couple more at-bats in AAA, but I think he should be early May on the team. I I agree with that. I mean, if
1: you've watched the Orioles enough, I think every Orioles fan should know that he's not going to be there on opening day.
0: Yeah. And so then that leads us to, well, who fills up the rest of the infield? I think Jordan Westbrook deserves a spot. He fell apart of the playoffs, but he did pretty good serviceable in the regular season. He's just got to get more time. And then that leaves us with the two other players that I don't want to have him on the team, but you have to. (laughs) And Ramon Urias and Jorge Mateo. Yeah. And now the thing that you see here that I have is I have Urias, Urias or whatever his name is. Yeah. Utility. He can play everywhere in the infield. I see him as the guy that's going to be dropped when uh, Holiday comes up. That's crazy, right? Because, I mean, my man won a gold glove. Want to go? I don't think he deserved the go glove, but he won the go glove. But, um, and I, it's just his bat's falling apart and he keeps hitting his uh launch velocity is like in the negatives right now, and he is too slow to beat out choppers and stuff. So, he just his his babbit is really bad too, and um, it's just I don't see any stomp for him unless he turns stuff around. But I really doubt that. And that I have Mateo still on the team, he is also out of options, so that's why if we didn't. DFA I and mean, he, he got the DFA and everything, but um, I see him as staying around because he's gonna fill in as a second base, shortstop, third baseman, and I think he's gonna play a lot more outfield this year. Yeah, yeah I think. And I think he's, he's a great bench guy. He's a great. Uh, he's a good bench guy. He's better. He's above average against lefties. He's fast. He plays normally good defense. And if he can play the outfield, it's good to have a guy that can play all but first base and catcher all the time. Right? right. Like that'd be great. And then heading into the outfield, you have you're obvious, you're gonna have Austin, Cedric Mullins, and Anthony Sand, it's all down there. Gotta be able to. And I believe Heston Kerstad should be on the roster I agree. too. But I'm, I'm big on that. And then and then I have Sam Hilliard on there for one as the last guy. And I don't expect him to play a lot, but he's gonna kind of fill in for the fact that we really don't have a true center fielder outside of Cedric Mullins. Yeah. Yeah. Because Heston Kirstadt's probably gonna play more uh, DH and first base than outfield. And you don't want Austin Hayes really in the center, center field too much. So between like when Cedric, if he gets hurt again like he did last year, you need someone like a Sam Hilliard or a Jorge Mateo to try to fill in that spot. But obviously, I think that could change easily if Colton Cowser has a really good spring, he's taking Hilliard's spot because I think he can. I think he can play center field. I just don't think it's good enough at the moment. His bat's up to the level where Elias would want it to put him on the roster to take that spot. Yeah, no. I think I, that's I, the reason why we signed Sam Hilliard. Yeah. But, um and then the one thing that I don't think you like him a lot, <laughs> but it's gonna be interesting to see what happens with Ronnie Bacano. Yeah.
1: Because it's
0: it's starting to look like he's not gonna be on the roster by opening day.
1: Man, I just feel like oh, man. Um I, I cannot I don't know why my mind's going blank right now. But what's the dude? Oh my gosh, he he's an infielder for the Orioles back in like twenty fourteen, twenty sixteen. He's a batting Ryan Flaherty. He is Ryan Flaherty. (laughs) That's who he is. Uh, Buck Shoulder, Buck Shoulder, Buck Shoulder, and Ryan Flaherty is the same as Brandon Hyde and Ryan McKenna. And I'm just like, and I have I have no issues with this. Has nothing to do with him dropping the ball in Fenway. I promise. I like, like that. Literally, I, I people think. drop balls all the time. It, it, you know, I, I I sort of felt bad for. It. I mean, you know, I know everybody's gonna just say he's a big loser, but people people make 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 mistakes. But um, yeah. I just look at him. I'm like, he's not great at anything. He's better than me at everything. I don't don't get me wrong. <laughs> like, I mean, you know. Yeah. But I, I look at the I look at our lineup. Like like I just. Yeah, and you know it's it kind of sucks because he's sort of like he was that mainstay until this has come. You know what I mean? So you kind of feel bad. Like I kind of feel bad that I'm like saying this because he's like, hey, you know, you need you needed me the past three years, and he's not wrong. You know
0: what I mean? Yes, I he's he's done decent. Like obviously, this year was his worst in recent in the recent past, but. I just, there's really no spot for him unless you're not going to play Sam Hilliard and you That's put a, him yeah, on the Yeah, they're the same starts. person, yeah. But but Ron, I think Hilliard's defense is going to send him apart a little bit more. And I I don't know, Hilliard was with the Braves, so you might see, I mean, he was getting playing time at center field with the Braves, who has, I mean, their outfield's pretty stacked. You got Harris and Acuna and Ozuna. I mean, he was still getting playing time there, so that shows you something. Right. And I just, and the, the thing that really makes it suck is, McKenna's out of options so he's gonna have to be DFA'd to get him off the 26-man roster I just
1: I really just see he's uh,
0: probably one that would get picked up I I don't I don't see why you wouldn't pick him up because like I listed here I have the Rockies of Nationals looked at their roster; they have a decent amount of outfielders on the 40-man but not an insane amount and he's someone that can come into a young team like that he's got decent major league experience he's still serviceable he just doesn't have room on the team. And I do have one team that I think would be an underdog for him to go to that I would really hate it. Who's that? I think Ryan McKenna would fit really good on the the Yankees.
1: Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. That really sucks, but I think you they need like a defensive guy like that. I really don't want him to go there, but I could see it happening. And then I just have a couple more names down here. I mean, it's just Joey Ortiz and Kyle Stowers. They're both on the 40-man roster. They're the only other like prospects that are on it. But I think I already said with Joey Ortiz, I just it kind of seems like he's stuck. He's just AAA. Yeah. He's a AAA right. guy now, and if he goes to another team, like I would love for him to be traded to the Marlins or something like that, because the Marlins have no middle infielders. Right. Yeah, that's that would work perfectly. And then you the other guy is Kyle Stowers. I really liked. He had a bad bad start last year because he started the year with on the major league team. Like he just he kind of he got a couple injuries, battled it, but I mean. Right. I don't see I don't see a spot for him yeah. on the team. No, I either. agree.
1: I agree. Well, hopefully the next time we uh, meet up, um, you know, we'll have more fun things to talk about uh, rather than yeah, just the, the uh, world, yeah. same old, same old. You know what I mean? It's like maybe, maybe next yeah. time we'll be like, oh my gosh, you know, that's crazy. I'm so glad that happened, and you know, and that we were wrong. And yeah. uh, but like I said, I still don't think uh, even if we when we meet uh, next time that. I still don't think if if there's no huge transactions, I still don't think yeah. we're not a playoff team, right? I still think we are. It, it, yeah. It's one thing. I, I still think we have
0: a good shot to win the division.
1: I'm praying that we didn't have career years from from three quarter from a quarter of our team. You know what I mean? I would because that would be somebody else's argument is that yeah there was a career year. Um, so I'm hoping there's. More left in the tank, mainly on our pitching side. I don't. I don't think. I think there's a lot more left in the tank on our anybody yeah. that puts their cleats in the dirt.
0: You know, uh, that the yeah, the only person for pitching, uh, not pitching, uh, hitting that I see not keeping up with what they did last year is Ryan. Over. Yes, I agree. I agree with that. And you. Th- that's what. Luckily, though, we have like a cursed ethic fill. Like yes. that. That's yeah, yeah. one that wouldn't change too much about it. I, I
1: agree and i think uh it, we're not asking him to do what he did last year i we think yeah i think with that yep yep Hit right. yep That's absolutely all it is. so just keep your keep your um uh, expectations real yeah. you know what i mean yeah so all right well next time i guess we'll get together again we'll see uh how everything keeps um you know coming yeah. around any
0: more new news or anything
1: All right. Well, we'll see everybody uh, next time. And thanks. Thank you for uh, joining our podcast. Thank you.